0: Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing the issue I had with the whole like oh, like there's a queen inside her, like uh whole like plot line was that Well if you ask me, there's a queen inside everyone. (laughs) (laughs) She found the queen within her. (laughs) And but what I was gonna say is I
1: think that's our sting for the (laughs) (laughs) opening.
0: That should have been the real tagline. Too.
1: That should have been. There's, There's a queen, queen inside, inside us. Of of us. <laughs> Alien three <laughs> in theaters now. <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's actually a pretty good opener and welcome too to of course, of course yeah. Uh, yeah
1: i i don't know maybe we'll see usually i i mine for gold during the uh during the discussion for um you know when we get a when you give me like give uh give us a genuine laugh or when adam says something i was you just know.
0: looking at the uh at the notes sheet and and saw live and let die on there and my brain just like free word association to the to the song i guess it's not free word association because it's Quite directed, literally seeing the phrase "live it's and let die," but quote word association. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I, I didn't really think that one that far th- that far through. I guess. Um, nope. <laughs> all right, are we uh, are we in are we in yeah, it to win at, it now? We are in it to win that it. Sounds Ooh, good. I guess. Yeah.
1: Why don't um, we'll just jump right in, Andy? What have you been watching?
0: Oh, what have I been watching? Well, I, I've been doing more oh, wait, than just watching wait. lately. Welcome to Fight with Mike, everybody. I'm Mike. And I'm Andy. And I'm Adam. And we're back. Wait, who's Adam? I'm just kidding. Uh, Hello. All right, got him. So, um, no. I before I before I go into my ravenous consumption phase, I have to say, um, so <laughs> my friend Jackson. Uh, who I play D&D with a lot. Um, We we had a session earlier this week, actually. It's part of my ravenous consumption this week. I uh, was playing D&D. We have a a great campaign going called uh, Androsis, which is essentially above table. It is a time travel adventure, uh, but on table, in the game, the characters do not understand what has happened. We basically are from a future in a post-apocalyptic world, and we've traveled back to a world where there's like magic, sword, and sorcery. It's pretty cool. Um, and my character is like a, a guy who is sort of a, he, he's sort of like a post-apocalyptic librarian. Like he goes on like relic hunts and he steals, uh, scrolls and stuff like that to, to try to find documents of the, of the old world. Or he used to anyways, now he's a, a warlock. <laughs> but, um, my friend Jackson, who, who listens all the way in Alaska, um, was saying, Adam, that when he heard your voice he he thought that you were like a really big guy and like my older brother <laughs> because your voice just sounded so much deeper and like and more uh and more like uh <laughs> i don't want to say manly than mine no, seen it's, manly voice, no but, it's no,
1: but, no it is. it's like i i listen to the episodes because you know i'm like that and uh I listened to it. It's like Jesus Christ. He's, of the three of us, you know—he sounds like he's like a fifty-year-old man, and I sound like I'm twelve. <laughs> yeah, he was—he was saying to me the other yeah, session. He's you know, like, uh,
0: he's like, yeah, your own... brother just sounds like he'd be such like a a giant macho man, but he's but he's actually like a yeah. a, a toned like <laughs> lean dancer. So it's kind of interesting. To uh, see. Well, you see, Andy, the only uh, ravenous consumption I've been doing this week is my protein shake. <laughs> <laughs> What? protein shake brother yeah, yeah. gotta drink right, that brother. protein shake a natural male enhancement supporting supporting <laughs> yeah no but yeah that that was just a, a little anecdote that i had from my D session this week um <laughs> that, I, that i thought that i thought i'd tell you about yeah oh yeah that's that's totally the uh the audience to be to be mocking nerds in front of it um well i mean speaking, I, of, I, speaking of no no it's
1: it's mostly ironic because i'm the guy who played like D and D when it was the original Guy Jacks pamphlets. So, yeah,
0: that was like twelve. <laughs> now we use like online clients. It's all—it's way different than the way you you used to do it. Um, I know it's all newfangled. You probably wouldn't even be able to figure it out, old man. Um, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. As we
1: have already established that I can't figure out how to work a, a you know like an Xbox or a PS4 controller, and I've thus given
0: up on gaming. Yeah. So. Um. um but I was gonna say, um, speaking of Jackson, he has actually brought up the possibility of guest starring if we did some episodes on x-men in the near future so yeah we could do that i would like to that sounds like a fun idea to me um so jackson if you're listening to this episode uh that may be in the works uh so yeah you'd have to talk to him
1: about it because we'd have to figure out like are we going to do the og x-men movies are we going to do first the first class movies that kind of thing
0: uh yeah we will we'll look into it but um there's actually, I've actually had a few people wanting to guest star. I've had Jax really? wanting to guest star. And also, my, uh, my friend and bubble buddy right now, John, has also expressed interest in coming on the show. If we right. did episodes on guess what? Uh, whatever anime shit you're watching. I have a specific anime though that that I've been telling you to watch for literally <laughs> oh, wait, like four is it weeks. Attack
1: on Titan. Is it fate? No, Attack on Titan. Attack on an Titan. Yeah. If we so, did episodes on Attack of on tongue. Titan, he said. So really,
0: those episodes would be great
1: for me because mainly it's just going to be me being quiet, letting you guys like uh, you know circle jerk on that on
0: that show. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But um, Adam's Adam's uh, Adam might have I might have something to talk about. Adam's been doing his due diligence after Andy. So here, here's a great year. idea. You guys have those episodes, and <laughs> I'll take a break for yeah.
1: Like, three months. No, no. I, I do want to watch it. but um, It's a good show. Uh, yeah, all right. But, yeah,
0: speaking of my ravenous consumption further, um, I also have been watching WandaVision. Um, well, I finished it when it came out. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, the end was pretty good. I, I didn't love the DBZ fight. I thought that was a little weird. Um what's the D B what's the D B The one fight? where they were like the one at the, the fight at the end where like the two her and Agatha were just like floating in the air, like shooting so lasers at what. each other.
1: I'll tell you what, like I wanted to ask you about that if you'd seen it, because I I actually so I finished it too, and I felt that that show worked best when they didn't have the big fights.
0: Literally. Yeah, I do. I yeah. agree.
1: So I don't know, wait, you has know, Adam you...
0: seen this? Are we spoiling it for him right now? I have not okay oh, so right. i will not care you can i won't spoil, spoil the sitcom too much parts are the best part right so uh
1: and that's pretty well known right yeah. so the the way they make homage to you know sitcoms through the through the decades uh is great um and the way that they you know they they flesh out the wanda character in a way that they can't do in the movies yeah right and they really explore grief in a very meaningful way uh despite the fact that you're dealing with witches and comic book shit and all that stuff so well and now we know so vision's
0: I... gonna come back to life too because the oh spoiler. spoiler oh shit sorry <laughs> I, I shouldn't uh, i shouldn't have said that well uh, man you know what if you come on here then you gotta be uh yeah, you're, 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 kind of you're risking you're risking spoilers but sorry. uh yeah it's overall fun. i liked it i thought it was pretty good um Maybe we'll do an episode. Yeah, me on too. It with some, a deeper we, we dive should. episode on it sometime.
1: We should, um, yeah. Like we were just talking about before this, maybe that could be like a mini-sode thing. Actually, the mini-sode idea too, we could do like new movie reviews and stuff like that. Like say, Zack Snyder's Justice League.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Four All hours right. of Justice League. I can't uh, wait. Well, oh my god. Because
1: honestly, well, I'll tell you what. So I I've watched... heard
0: it's slightly better than the theatrical version. <laughs> I've watched the first
1: two hours of it. Um, actually, maybe it's no the first hour. Sorry, not first two hours. They break it up into parts so you can stop watching at certain segments. It'll oh it'll say part one, part two, that kind of thing. Because I think at one point they thought about making it a miniseries. And I will say that taking that kind of miniseries extended, you know, approach to it, it it just breathes much better, and it's it's much different.
0: It is much, much different. I've heard it's a lot different from the original thing, it and is. it's better, but like it's not enough. <laughs> is what I heard. So I've I've heard everything from I went on Rotten
1: Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomato scores are like seventy five for critics and like ninety five for
0: for uh, people. I don't know. I, but... I'm a tough critic of the DCEU, so we'll see what I we'll see what I think when I see it. But
1: I, I think. I think I'm probably going to end up liking it better just because it's kind of hard not to like anything better than that piece of shit that they released well, in 2017. Well,
0: to be fair, to be fair like, as much as I tend not to like Zack Snyder's work, um, any person's one creative vision is going to be better than the quote-unquote creative vision of a studio bringing in another director halfway through the process and destroying whatever was being created beforehand. So, Well,
1: well not only that, but I, I feel like... Um, he swings for the fences, right? Like like Lucas with the prequel trilogy, right? Like that missed in a lot of ways, like we talked about, but um but he had epic scope and a cohesive narrative throughout three movies. And so, you know, when they like you I so it's kinda of like what you said, when you when you committed to, you know, whatever Zack Snyder wanted to do for the D C. E. U. you should have fucking stuck with it and then wrote it out because I think um, it's popular enough, and we'll see based on the numbers, but even though they say they're not going to do any more of his kind of universe on the side, HBO Max might say, yeah, I'm going to fucking do it because who cares? The movies are tanking. We'll do our own thing on, on HBO, and you guys can have your movies and fuck it up, and we'll yep. do it right. Well, maybe so, it'll get better.
0: Who knows? I, maybe, maybe. I am not confident so, I'm, so far. I'm hopeful. I'm
1: hopeful. So. I'm hopeful. I don't know. There um, seems
0: to be like a pathological aversion to properly representing DC's characters in mm-hmm. movies. So I don't know why that is, but uh, well, whatever. it's it's definitely it's definitely more
1: epic, and it's 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 definitely tied into a much larger story that he wanted to tell, um, which they went away from in the theatrical release. But anyway, did you have more that you
0: wanted to? Uh, oh, talk about. I did, but my brain is farting out. Oh, 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 oh. I did have something else. So I'm going back into uh, Persona 3 lately. And man, it's tough. Because I started out with 5, right? Mm -hmm. And 5 is like one of the sleekest, most well-polished RPGs I've ever played. Like in the battle system, they have this sick like, uh, way of doing it where where instead of like clicking through menus and stuff to, to... activate your skills or like attack people everything is hot keyed so you can use your your only ever like two or three button presses away from actually doing anything mm-hmm. um and then just like the stylization in the battle and outside of the battle like of the ui is like a one it's so good so you do <laughs> that right and then i move back to four and four you're, you're clicking through menus again and like it's much less well stylized but the battle system is still pretty good everything works pretty well But in three, there's a critical design flaw, which is that for some reason, and I don't know why in God's name this decision was ever made, you are not able to control your own party members. So you can control the protagonist during his turn, but nobody else can... You can't control anybody else during their turns. So, like, a solid 70% of the time, the AI just, like, makes... Boneheaded decisions that are the dumbest possible choice for the situation you're in, and they never do what you want them to do, and I hate it. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Like, it took, it took a game, like, a combat system that I love, and it made it something I revile, because I know so well how to game the combat system most of the time now, but when the AI doesn't game it as well as I want them to, it makes me angry. So... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and you won't like him when he's angry, folks. Literally, I'm like, fuck! I just got to do everything myself now. I Sorry. guess, like, I can't. Old '70s Hulk reference, but continue, Andy. I, it's it's really really annoying. So I'm trying to push through it just to be like, I did it. But because I've heard it's good, I've heard the experience and the so story. So it's is kind good, of like uh,
1: it's kind of like my relationship with The Walking
0: Dead. Like, you kind know, of, yeah. I feel like I got to push through it somehow. <laughs> like every time I every time I engage in in the combat in the game, I'm like oh, man, I just wish I was playing Persona 4 or 5 right now. Like, that, that, that's that's the thought that goes through my head. <laughs> is that how they did it for the first two games also, Andy? Um, Cause I'm like... not sure, because the first two games are radically different from 3, 4, and 5, so I don't know if I would even enjoy them because of how different they are. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe they were trying to be like, look how good our AI is, like... They can fight for you instead of having to fight. I'm like, no, I'm here because I want to control the party. I want to be the one playing the game. Don't take the game away from me.
1: <laughs> like, it's, just, it's, it's just like watching TV. You can watch your character fight. You can Seriously. watch your characters
0: die while <laughs> you, can you, you can watch try and carry the fight. You can watch the rest of your party make the dumbest fucking choice that you never would have made while you just sit there like waiting for it to be your turn again. Ugh. I hate, I, hate yeah. I hate it. So so what you're saying is Andy is you're less than pleased with it. I'm not I don't love it. No. It's a solid okay. 5 out of 10 so far. Um All right. but I'm pushing through it cuz I heard the story is really good. So we'll see what happens, but I'm, I, at the moment <laughs> I am kind of thinking like anybody who really likes this game more than 4 or 5 is like brainwashed into it like people who like the star wars prequels like you know what i mean like that that takes some serious like self-brainwashing or, or it's just old good new bad kind of stuff here but i don't i don't know man I, I whatever people who like persona 3's combat like genuinely give me the drugs you're on because man i would really like them right now <laughs> Um, I don't know, Andy, I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you want to experience that kind of (laughs) high. Maybe not. It's
1: kind of like a, like a, you know, invasion of the body snatchers. You just, it would just like take away your free will and, you know, you, you wouldn't be able to enjoy things for yourself anymore. Yeah. Just be giving into the collective.
0: Oh, I have one more ravenous consumption thing. I've been watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for like the sixth time because I'm showing it to John and Ty for the first time. Um, and I still love it just as much. It's perfect time. It's like
1: but... they're your kids, man. You get to show them all your favorite things and see it through their eyes well, for the first we have, time. Well, we
0: have a novice anime watcher among us, uh, so we're doing Remedial Anime 101 um, <laughs> right now. Uh, he's watched, like, Naruto, but there's so well, many things. That... Which one? Is it John or Ty? Ty. Ty is a. Okay. Ty is going through a Remedial Anime course right now. Um, yeah. And... So we've been covering does alcohol alcohol help that experience or no? No. Okay. You gotta be sober, dude. You gotta be sober to experience it. Um but basically we're taking through like a bunch of classic shows. So like I just rewatched Death Note with them um a couple weeks ago, and that show was actually better than I remembered it being rewatching it. Um Mm -hmm. and then now we're watching uh Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is just as good as I remember it being last year when I watched it again. Nice, All nice. Right.
1: All right, I will give way to Senor Adam. All right, yeah.
0: So as we talked about a little bit before, uh, I have been watching Attack on Titan a good about a good amount recently. Uh, Andy and I were talking. I think I'm nearing the end of the first season here. Uh, so yeah, that's been pretty good so far. Um, they definitely find ways to like keep it exciting even though adam you have no idea yeah like you have no idea dude the show is bat shit like <laughs> where you're at right now you you would not recognize the show where it's at where where i'm at and watching it right now it is completely different like it is fucking insane adam the shit that happens in this show yeah like you'll see but yeah, because it, it definitely feels like every single arc, like, no matter what, like, they always have, like, a clear objective, and then that's never what happens oh, it, at all. it is comically like, dark. Like, the show basically subscribes to Murphy's Law, where if a character wants something to happen, it will never happen, and everyone will die. Like, that's the <laughs> that's literally, like, the whole point, basically. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like... <laughs> i love it especially like the arc that i'm in i won't like spoil it at all but like they literally have like this clear plan and like there's also like a sub plan that only the like top commanders know about and then like a bunch of people die and And then they don't even accomplish that yeah so like
1: like i i I definitely have to start watching this yeah they can never it's a good show like
0: it's so good for the first three seasons at least the characters never win. Like they just die and die and fail, and they basically well, fail up. Like that's the entire point. Of, like the entire plot of the show. I think the only oh, no, like any, my life. The only win I've seen so far is um, Trust District. It's like the only time they actually it's, did what they were trying to do. The two biggest wins they ever experienced in the show are Trust, and then there's a one other big win so far way later in the series. At the end of season three. Alright. I'll keep that in mind. And even that's not even a big win because <laughs> when you see the cost, like, oh my God. But yeah. Yeah. It's a good show. But um watch it, people. Yeah. It definitely is. Uh most watched show in the country really Uh yeah. Other than that, uh I started playing some uh Pokemon Sword, so uh, I've been getting into that. Uh, it's been like pretty good, but I feel like it's a little more like handholdy than other. I have not Pokemon heard reviews of Pokemon Sword and Shield. I would, yeah, I will say like it's still a fun game, but like it's not as uh, not as good as the others. I feel like, mm-hmm. but yeah, That's uh, all right, Mikey. Me? I'm up. Um,
1: Well, we already talked about WandaVision, so I finished that off. Uh, To touch briefly on the continuing stuff I'm watching is uh, The Walking Dead, which started their six episode bonus season 10 episodes a few weeks back. um, Because it's been about a month and a half since we last cut an episode. Uh, I've watched like three of those. And they're not bad, but... In the back of my mind as I watch that show is Andy's voice saying, continuing your abusive relationship with the Walking Dead. Uh, It's just because it's kind of true. Um, The episodes are good, but really, they um, it's kind of formula at this point. You know, um, I don't know how they're going to keep this kind of Walking Dead universe going because I, I feel like it's just played out. I'm still gonna watch all of them because I'm a am a fucking horror for this stuff but um, but it continues on and I thought the recent episodes were actually pretty solid um, at this point the cast know what they're doing and then they their performance they have great actors in the show there's no doubt about it the writing is much better than it was a couple of years ago um, but you know it's it is what it is for all mankind on Apple TV uh, is still sucking me in. I'm looking forward to that every week. Um, at this point, you know, the timeline is split far enough that it's more about the characters and a bit of the soap opera, but they also squeeze in just enough of the, uh, of that world, you know, to kind of pique the curiosity some more and keep you going. Um, and yeah, so I found that, I find that show pretty fun. Um, one show that I've told told you about that you've got to watch. Is this
0: watch. the uh, game company show?
1: Yeah, Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, also on Apple TV.
0: It's got... Um... I tried to watch it, but I couldn't log into the Apple TV.
1: No, I'll, I'll help you with that. Um, they Apple wants, you, wants me to verify codes when you log in. So, um, But I don't have an Apple device, which makes it hard. So now I've <laughs> got Mom's old iPads set up. So next time you try, but... But if there's a show for you, Andy, it's this show. All I have to say <laughs> is is uh, is uh, what Rob McElhenney to- and Danny Pudi are on it, right? Uh, yep. Danny Pudi and Danny Pudi is playing like the opposite of of um his character on Community. Um, and who did he play on Community? Abed. Abed. Oh right. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember the name either for a second. Um. And. Who else is oh it also has cricket. Cricket's on that show. Oh my god. Oh Ricky Cricket. He's like the he's the C so the the dynamic is, is is, you know, Rob McElhaney's like the Steve Jobs kind of, you know, mad visionary genius of of the company, you know, the creative side and he's constantly in conflict with the programming side of things and and cricket. That guy is the CEO who is powerless and kind of caught between creative and the developer side. (laughs) And so uh, in some ways, it's a similar dynamic to what he had on Always Sunny. Um, But it's fucking hysterical. All I have to say is you got to watch it because I'm just going to say two words. Blood Ocean. You'll know it. That's it. Yeah. But you got to get most of the way through the season to get to that point.
0: But um, I, I think you would like it a lot. I probably would knowing the uh, actors and concept. So uh, yeah, yep.
1: Um, and the other movie I watched was uh, or a movie that I watched with uh mom and Adam was One Night in Miami, which is the movie. Oh, right. That is um, set in 1963, the night that Cassius Clay slash Muhammad Ali beats Sonny Liston for the heavyweight title, and you know he is. It's really just four actors mostly hanging out and talking about the political and racial climate of the 60s <laughs> and at the, the it's Muhammad Ali uh Malcolm X um Sam Cooke the musician from the 60s yeah. um and uh Jim Brown who was a very famous Syracuse football player who was also the best football player in the NFL at that era at that time so it's kind of the the four of them. In reality, they all knew each other. They were all there that night uh, in Miami. And But most of the dialogue and interaction is really um, uh, fictionalized and dramatized. But does encapsulate, from what I read, their actual relationships and things that they had said. So all I have to say is the guy that plays Muhammad Ali is fucking fantastic. Hmm. Um, I just – I giggled every time he talked. Um, he was just uh, – yeah, he was great. Um, as I mentioned, I saw a little bit I've seen a little bit of um Zack Snyder's justice League. um it's it's interesting enough to keep me going. Oh, the greatest thing you've um, ever seen oh you God. might say. you know what? Check with me in three more hours. All right. I, guess, I may uh, say that. I have heard
0: uh, there was one person at school uh, who like just kept on going being like, this was the best movie I've ever seen. like, it's so amazing, and well, the rest of us were like, "I can't imagine." I that's literally true cannot all, imagine but... that. I cannot picture a world where that is true.
1: All all I'm hoping for is that we you get a better, cohesive movie, and that it it tells a good story. Because the, the Justice League in the theaters was just a complete it was terrible, fucking it was terrible. Shit.
0: so bad. Right. Um, it was worse <clears> than <throat> Batman v Superman, and we know how I feel about that movie, so yeah <laughs>
1: right honestly <laughs> i'm just hoping that it's um it's it's right somewhere between if it gets somewhere between batman v superman and and man of steel which i still feel is like the class of the, of the dc movies
0: i i would say um, if it gets to man of steel level i will be okay that was passable
1: yeah <laughs> Right, and I liked Man of Steel. Actually, I would say probably the best movie so far Man in the DCEU has th- been Wonder Woman. So. Yeah, first Wonder Wonder Woman. the first Wonder Woman. <laughs> and honestly,
0: yeah. even then, like people don't like when I say this, but like even then, first Wonder Woman was about as good as an average Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Not even like a good Marvel movie. Um, I IMO. would put it... I, I feel, and maybe it's just
1: because of the way of the subject matter of it, I feel like the first Wonder Woman movie is about on par with... Captain America First Avenger, the first Cap movie, which, which I is feel a is a relatively
0: average Marvel movie if you look at the well, other ones Well, I to
1: like- I disagree. I feel like that movie is um is head and shoulders above a lot of movies in the MCU. Still, a lot of Even them. though I mean
0: it's better than like Thor 2. <laughs> all <laughs>
1: well, all three of know. the Cap movies for me are top class in the MCU. Um I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't other movies about that level or, or better, but or about about the same level, but I'm just saying that for me, those that's the best trilogy so far on the MCU.
0: I've heard Iron Man 3 uh, is actually supposed to be really, like, good if you revisit it. Maybe. I, yeah. Uh, my I've memory never done it, was it yet, not but great. I've heard I it's mean. actually really good. I feel like, my thing with the Iron Man movies is just, like, I immediately forget everything that happened in them after I watch it, like... The only thing I remember about Iron Man is, like, the first one with that one scene with, like, the, like, the guy in that big, like, Iron Man suit, but, like... Iron Monger? I think it yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. The that first guy. Iron Man yeah. is actually really but, good. Like, yeah. It is. I remember that one, like, parts of it, but, like, the other two, just completely out of my mind. Like... Yeah, they're, they're just, like, popcorn,
1: right? They were yeah. great on the way down, but then you forget about them pretty quick. Um... And, but for me, Iron Man 2 and 3 were, you know, just... 2 um, was bad. Iron Man 2 was not good. I I watched part of 2. It wasn't terrible, but... Um, I don't know. My memory of Iron Man 3 was just like, whatever. I'm just tired of watching a bunch of fucking CGI mechanized Iron Man suits fly around and shoot shit. Because it, it felt kind of pointless.
0: Iron Man um, 2 and Thor 2 are definitely the two worst MCU movies I am. That sounds like an episode... Well, that's going to be a lot of work. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. depending on how far we go down that road. No, like,
1: which is worse, oh, Iron Man Two or Thor Two?
0: Right. I don't. No, know. that's
1: no, that's the one daunting thing is: do you try to do anything in the MCU? Is like, how do you contain it? You know. Yeah, right? like it's like two 20 like 20 talking about, about the other right movies. Um, but yeah, to move on to the last bit, I've seen um, the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and
0: I've I've I'm
1: very. That. Very impressed. I would say the opening action sequence in that show is as good as anything in the movies. Hmm. And uh, I'm really looking forward to giving, uh, you know, six or seven hours to um, Anthony Mackey and Sebastian Stan because they really, in the first episode, they kind of show that they're up to the task and they, the characters and the writing are so far seem really good. Is it so. Buddy
0: Cop or is it not Buddy Cop?
1: I, from the clips I've seen it looks like it's gonna get into buddy cop territory there's even a line that Anthony Mackie says in one of the in the one of the previews it says it's like come on it's 80s it's every 80s action movie or something okay. like that <laughs> yeah. so uh, I'm I think that there it's gonna be there's gonna be a fair amount of uh, firm tongue-in-cheek um, stuff to it but I also think that based on the first episode it's also going to have some um, some great uh, character development and and good action so I'm looking forward to that all right Um, and a few bits of news on to the news
0: That, yeah, he sounds super excited. Uh, no, I'm, I mean, it's not I'm not, but I didn't know he had it. <laughs> I'm uh, okay, cool. Actually, we, we could probably keep it
1: kind of short because we talked about um, one thing was the Snyder Cut came out in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It, when I wrote these notes, it hadn't Yeah, it was had, like had a week ago, probably. <laughs> right. Uh, so I already talked about that and the Snyder Cut. The only thing about news with that is that there's rumors that depending on how the Snyder Cut goes on HBO Max, they may actually spin off, you know, a sequel, and maybe their own extended universe, because they can, right? They already have. You already have one DC universe on TV on WB or whatever it is. Not WB. It's um, CW. On CW. Oh yeah. And then you have um, the movie franchises, which have been pretty fucking terrible for the most part. So if they have, and actually HBO is already going to be doing a ton of, ton of shit because they have Green Lantern coming. I think they have their own Batman show coming. I That'd think they've got cool. a bunch of Dude, stuff I would coming. Watch a Batman so, show. plus, I should say also that the Snyder Cut is R-rated, so they're dropping fucks and bullshits uh, and all that uh, shit too. So, uh, we'll so see. HBO, we'll if HBO does it, you could get the kind of interesting mix that you are getting from the MCU on different platforms. Um, the other bit of news around uh, franchises is. That Disney wants to spin off an entire Alien universe franchise on Disney Plus. That does like some a good idea, idea to me.
0: That sounds like a really bad idea to me, actually.
1: I think they should focus on writing some good Alien material first. Yeah, and then maybe try to spin it off. So we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I, I but man, that that just sounds like a terrible idea. Um, yeah i I, I mean, honestly, if they if they can, given how mixed at best the last couple of movies have been, the prequel movies by Ridley Scott, uh, if they can give us something of quality on streaming, you know I'm up for it. But I yeah, mean, Alien my,
0: Covenant was a fucking disaster, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. I just didn't care, right? I mean, um, when when Ridley Scott when they announced that he was doing these prequel movies, which I guess you know based on the um. On some of the trivia and stuff I researched for Alien Three, which, uh, by the way, folks, that's what today's episode is, and we may get Cube, to get to at some do you point. Mean? It is. You mean Alien, Alien cubed? Because right. that's
0: how they stylized the. T- it's it's dumb stylization. It's dumb. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: but based on you know how mixed those have been, I mean, if you take something like you know a f- decently fleshed out universe that the first Alien movie established. You could tell a lot of stories in that universe. Um, yeah. The problem is, I don't feel like it's as, as diverse as, say, Star Wars. Right. You could tell an infinite. Yeah, like the stories Star Wars Star yeah. universe is
0: huge. I. Right. I just like when I see the, the the thing that I've gleaned the most from watching the Alien sequels, like the sequels to the original Alien, is kind of like, man, I wish they just didn't make them. <laughs> yeah. Because. <laughs> I kind of All right, wish, I think we're done <laughs> I kind of just wish that there was that one movie and it was a good movie and then they left it alone you know
1: well again I yeah. think it comes down to what they the execution I mean look at Marvel right you could have had great a great series of movies but as we'll find out you know sometimes people just can't have nice things so yeah,
0: yeah. I think the main issue with creating a bunch of sequels to like alien is that how many times can you really tell the same story where exactly. there's these really cool aliens that are good at killing people and you don't want to die and nobody believes Ripley and Yeah, right. I'm like, man, <laughs> at this point they need to start fucking believing her. Like there's I, they they're running out of ways to make it so that people don't believe her already. And it's only well, 2 movies after. How are you going to make an entire franchise based yeah. on that?
1: let's uh let's put a pit in that one so yeah i agree but yeah that that that's kind of uh where i'm at with that too Um. Uh, but lastly last but certainly not least i just we wanted to bring up that because it's certainly topical with the series of episodes we're doing but uh last week yafet Kota, who played parker in the original alien passed away right. um in his 70s i believe and he was a he was a great actor. I mean, he was one of those character actors that was in some some great movies, and he classed up everything he was in. So you know, the original Alien, obviously, that kind of launched him into the stratosphere uh, for a while. Uh, but he got a start in the Live and Let Die movie, the first Roger Moore James Bond movie, as as Mister Big, was actually his character's name. Um, which I haven't seen in probably 30 years. So I should probably watch that
0: again. are the Roger Moore bonds like really bad? Uh, the first is that few... that Pierce Brosnan? No, I... Well, so
1: Roger Moore had a couple of good movies and then his movies devolved into full-on caricature for about 10, 12 years. And then uh, the next few bonds, a couple of bonds that came after before Daniel Craig were just not up to snuff.
0: Wait. So what, so, what was the? Wait, who's after Sean? There was, was, there was Sean, uh, Tim,
1: uh, Timothy. God, what's his name? Timothy Dalton. No, Timothy Dalton. He was the next Bond after Roger Moore, and he was a reaction to the Roger Campy Roger Moore ones that was supposed to be more edgy and monogamous, and um, and then came Pierce Brosnan, who was pretty good, but the movies just weren't great. Until we got to Daniel Craig, who turned out to be, uh, you know, um, Pretty probably, cool. yeah, is the best the, one since Sean Connery. Is he the current one? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. His last one was supposed to come out soon, but hasn't happened. Right. Yeah. Because right. of obvious reasons.
1: Yeah. I wonder why. Right. What could have delayed it? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so... Um, yep, it was sad to hear, but um, great actor, and uh, he will be missed. Yeah. All right, on to the the main event. Oh, yeah. Alien, Alien Three cubed. movie came out in 1992 Uh, it had a budget of 65 million and it made 160 million so in 1992 dollars that's pretty good from my understanding that if you double your budget uh, at the box office it's a success usually Um, is the same director
0: as Fight Club? I had no idea Yeah.
1: so David Fincher directed this right so David Fincher at that point uh, had only done like music videos and things like that Um, and commercials, and this was his first feature. And as I started digging into the background of this movie, so as, as Andy mentioned, um, he his other kind of big highlights throughout his career after this are the movie Seven, uh, Fight Club, The Social Network, uh, and Gone Girl are kind of the biggest ones I noticed. But he was pulled in because, so this movie was in development hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was brought in apparently because it sounds like the studio thought that you know, he was somebody that they could just control. And so from what I read, he just fought with them constantly and he almost gave up on the movie industry as a whole because of it. Um, the story had gone back and forth, um, you know, and even during production, they were rewriting daily. They, they had built like $10 million worth of sets that then had to be completely repurposed because they changed the story around completely. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Not a good it sign. Was,
0: no, not a good sign. It was kind of funny. Uh, Dad and I, while we were watching this, he was telling me that. And I was, we were saying, like, it's kind of ironic how in a movie about people getting screwed over Ooh. by a company, they get <laughs> screwed, <laughs> screwed over by a company, public. right? I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Right. i got to step away for a second. I'm, All I'm right, we'll pause. Yeah. Uh, give okay. me a quick second. We'll cut yep. this out, probably. <laughs> Just don't pause it. Let it roll. Yeah. Don't let it roll. Pause yeah. It. All right.
1: And we're back.
0: I'm sure that was a seamless transition. Uh, <laughs> it, it will be. My
1: apologies time, for I'm that. Done. Uh, yeah, fit, I got a couple weird edits to make on this one. Oh, and the cat's now biting my arm. So
0: cook stop, <laughs> stop biting him. Yeah, she wants, wants attention. That's why. Um. So yeah. Uh,
1: like to pick back up. So Production David Venture, hell, right? David Fincher did not have fun making this movie, and neither did Alien or alien. <laughs> neither neither, neither did, did, the alien, did the alien. Neither did I think Sigourney Weaver was,
0: prim, uh, was primitive CG, so. I heard <laughs> yes. I heard that
1: uh, that fucking alien was just a prima donna. Nobody wanted to work yeah, with him Yeah, nobody it.
0: wanted to work with him. Yep. So. Well, that's what you get when you mix in, you know, dog <laughs> DNA instead of human DNA. I've heard it makes them act like uh, very very conceited, so. Right. Oh,
1: yes. Plus everybody knows that uh, dogs are impossible to work with on a set. Yeah so um but yeah so but they did make a movie they also have a a director's cut which i i actually because we had so much time between episodes i actually skimmed that i did not uh, a couple times the director's cut, so. but uh i can probably comment to it as we go through the movie talk about the movie um, in between but uh, the cast was pretty big But the prominent characters are, of course, you know, Sigourney Weaver back as Mm -hmm. Ellen Ripley and a couple of people, one of whom is probably more famous now than the other. You have uh, Charles Dance is the more famous one probably these days, the uh, UK actor who plays Clemens, the doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, He has been working constantly for the last 30 years, but most recently he's known for – uh, playing Time and Lannister on Game of Thrones. Um, but he's been in—I didn't know this—he's oh, he in, in The Crown. Got yeah, he was—he uh, was in a couple seasons of The Crown as uh, the one Crown? of the Crown, one of the kind of more distant parts of the family. But he had a prominent role in that a couple times. But he's done action movies too. He did uh, the Underworld series also, or at least one of those. You know, because everybody loves good werewolves versus vampire. Oh, of course thing. Which by the way, the best version of that has to be uh what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. yep.
0: Reese Darby. Oh my god, that scene
1: <laughs> is so funny. Yeah. Um but the other person too uh who features prominently in the movie who I think does a great job is Charles Dutton who plays the uh he's the oh, African American yeah, really actor who plays uh kind of the lead inmate who just wants to kind of keep their little world together and protect his his brothers you know kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh he had a high profile tv show in the 90s and he's been working a lot but he his heyday was kind of around this time uh some trivia things so this movie because i had so much time what happens is when you leave me a lot of time to my own devices i come up with ass loads of trivia (laughs) yeah um the original, and I remember this because I, when I saw the first teaser about this movie about three or four years before it came out, uh, it was the famous kind of egg cracking teaser that you had for the original Alien. But the tagline was, you know, in space, no one can hear you scream, and then there's a pause, Iconic. and then they say, "But on Earth, everyone can hear you scream." And I'm like, oh, oh "They're gonna come to Earth, and you know, That's a uh, it's gonna tagline. be." Uh, it would have been great if they had actually followed through and had it set somewhere on Earth, and then there's the stakes are bigger, and you've got like you know
0: maybe I, I don't know. It, just it seems on kind of cringy. Random prison you know. planet. Hmm? I actually okay. Uh, we'll get into this later. We'll, we'll get, get into, into this, this later, right? Uh,
1: Sigourney Weaver, as we mentioned, the show, the movie had had a lot of production problems and was kind of stuck in production hell. Sigourney Weaver had publicly and often angrily sided with David Fincher against 20th Century Fox, telling journalists that the studio had made decisions that resulted in an impossible situation for the young director and that he would have excellent an excellent career if given further chances, which he later proved. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original, the original director, uh, Ridley Scott, from Alien, had turned down the chance to direct. Um, he and... A guy named Rennie Harlan had thought the third film should explore the origin of the xenomorph species, which was deemed too expensive by uh, the writers since most, and and other part, people at the studio.
0: So then he did it like thirty years later. <laughs> yeah, right. Since most uh, of the like special effects,
1: later. right at the time, um, had to be done practically and couldn't be done with CGI and spoiler alert, they couldn't be done on this movie either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yikes. <laughs> so he turned it down and like Andy mentioned, um, this, these concepts kind of came out later with the Prometheus and alien
0: covenant movies, the divisive Prometheus and the, as far as I know, roundly disliked alien covenant.
1: Yeah. Um, we should probably have, uh, episode on those at some point, perhaps, uh, so a man named william william gibson had wrote an early script treatment for the film based uh, on an idea from the producers david guyler and walter hill uh, and it was initially supposed to be a two-parter shot back to back Hmm. Um, the idea was that they would get to a space station it would be hicks and bishop with sigourney weaver uh ripley in a coma most of the time where they're brought to this deep space station, deep space station, uh, I'm sorry, not brought to earth, uh, where scientists have begun experimenting on alien cell samples was with, with uh, devastating consequences. When a dangerous alien human hybrid gets loose, Hicks launches the unconscious Ripley into a lifeboat safely into space to set up the fourth movie before he and Bishop lead an evacuation of the station.
0: So is this uh, what became alien resurrection? <laughs> uh, kind of a bit. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Yikes. Yeah,
1: just keep, folks, keep uh, keep in mind the notion of an alien-human uh, hybrid. Oh my god, I'm excited for Alien Resurrection. It's going to be so funny. <laughs> Again, all of this just foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if you were wondering, um, spoiler alert for a 30-year-old movie, uh, Sigourney Reaver's character Ripley dies at the end of this movie. Um. But besides giving her a heroic exit, there was another reason Weaver revealed for her character's demise. Uh, quote, I heard that Fox was going to, going to do Alien versus Predator.
0: Which really I didn't depre- want to do that. <laughs> which
1: really depressed me because I was proud of the movie, she told the Radio Times. I have nothing against building a movie on a video game, but at the same time, but at the time it was, uh, Jim Cameron said, I think publicly, why would you want to do that? It's like Alien meets The Wolfman.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I mean, I think it works kinda, but <laughs> uh-huh. it's it's not in a high high quality film kind of way. It's in a man. It's fun to watch the aliens and predators fight each other kind of way. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. And. A couple of uh,
1: tidbits. Charles S. Dutton, in real life, is a former convict who cleaned himself up, quote-unquote, before cool. getting into acting. Um, Sigourney Weaver has thought it was important that they had no weapons. Felt that they had done enough shooting in the Aliens movie, agreed. the sequel. Yeah, uh, also, I feel like it made it interesting. Because yes. otherwise, you've just got more of the same. Yeah, especially with only uh, one. No goods. Right.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, and... Oh, it was uh, $7 million had been spent on sets that were never... Oh, sorry. They were never used, thanks Awful. to the ever-changing script.
0: Man, that's a fucking waste Ugh. of money. Holy shit.
1: Seven. Think of what you could do in your life with $7 million. Yeah, right? So. And instead, they spent it on something that was never seen. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, again, because I had copious amounts of time, I came up with a little summary of the story. So, picking up from the end of Aliens... In the opening moments it's revealed that an alien facehugger is loose on the sulaco while burning its way into one of the cryotubes, an electrical fire is started on the ship causing her and the other survivors to be ejected from the ship where a crash lands on a former penal slash mining colony where she is the only survivor from the crash after after crash landing an alien impregnates a dog leading to another cat and mouse hunt between ripley and the inhabitants consisting of violent criminals and sex offenders uh, the elements in the creature. I don't know what that means. I apparently maybe I was drunk when I wrote this.
0: Well, you are talking. I think what you're trying to say is <laughs> oh yeah yeah. They are comparing uh, the oh between Ripley and the inhabitants consisting of violent criminals
1: and sex offenders. The el- uh elements in the creature, something like that. Uh, anyway, continue. What were you saying?
0: Well, I I I think what at least what you're trying to say is like the symbolism of the characters being you know violent. People and sex offenders is the fact that, you know, the alien face huggers kind of uh, you know, fuck your face.
1: I don't know about that. In a <laughs> not I just so, I a not so good way. I, I um, just think I wrote a shitty paragraph. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ripley, yeah, Ripley also learns that she herself is impregnated with an alien queen, leading to a race against time to destroy the alien. And herself, before a company contingent arrives to sequester them away for their own experimentation. Well. Well. Yeah. That's, All uh, right, man. Yeah. I
0: think let's, we're done. Uh, let's get into let's, it. Let's dig yeah. in. Uh, the opening. How'd you like to change to the Fox Sting? I mean, I was like, oh, Cool. They right. changed it, and then I watched the movie. That's <laughs> <Best laughs> part mean, of the movie. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't agree with that. I, so I think my hot take on this movie is I actually kind of like it a little more than Aliens, I think.
1: Uh, that is a hot take. I cannot
0: agree with that at all. I think I might have a little bit of a soft spot for this movie.
1: Um, um I don't know. You know what? So I'm going to land somewhere in between because I don't know if I like it. But I don't hate it. I don't and I definitely Adam, don't Adam, hate it. This Adam and I finished watching, and he's like, "Well, that was bad. That was,
0: <laughs> it was This movie was absolute garbage. like I man don't know if I could watch this again. like we've got the it, full gambit now I think this so is a true bad. fight. Like, we've got a three-way fight. This is like a fucking cage match. Yeah. 80s WWE, man. I, All right. Okay, I, Adam, why do you think, why do you think it is so unforgivably bad? I I don't know, like, the whole time, like, like, every single thing that they tried to do, it just didn't make sense, or, like, it didn't work, like, like, and the only character that I felt like they developed at all, other than Ripley, obviously, like, Clemens, like, he died, like, so early, and then everyone else I didn't care about, like, they literally, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but, like, the scene where, like, they're trying to trap the alien and like everything blows up because like the guy drops the bomb or whatever. Like they're literally all getting blown up and I started laughing because I don't care at all and it was so <laughs> cheesy. Like You're a monster. It was like <laughs> it was the dumbest thing ever. Like it was it was horrible. Yeah. You know? I don't necessarily have an effective counter to that. <laughs> I just kind of okay. I need to I need to explain why I kind of like this movie because I feel like people are gonna think I'm crazy. I, I kind of like it because it brings the series back to its roots a little bit, you know, um, in the sense that like it's it's not a like shooting gallery and it's more of a like hunting thing you know like they're trying to outsmart the alien rather than shoot it uh and i just like watching that they just did it bad um so it's not as good as the first one it's way worse than the first one but torn
1: between two lovers
0: (laughs) feeling like a fool
1: uh i'm in the middle guys i Uh, like the race against time too ripley like
0: ripley being like shit i have an alien in me
1: like, Actually, that, um, that song is really probably inappropriate to sing uh, while I'm around my sons because... Yeah, that is a yeah, little weird. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit weird choice. A little uh, bit weird. <laughs> uh, but it does mainly emphasize that I'm, I'm kind of uh, in the middle between the two. I wouldn't say Andy's is extreme. I don't think Andy's saying this is the greatest movie he's ever seen. No, but I'm do you just think saying, we're saying like...
0: You enjoyed it. It's all right. And I think that's an extreme take. <laughs> All right, simmer down, you two. Adam's um, me during uh during Batman v Superman right now. <laughs> right. Um. So I found it
1: that I, I didn't think it was good, but also at the same time there were parts of it that I liked, and I thought that visually, so let's put it this way: it was. I thought it was decent enough that I was able to skim the director's cut a couple of times. Um, because also we had a shitload of time between episodes. Because yeah. uh, I wanted to have an idea of what the movie was like, you know, in the original vision, at least, at least that Lisa Fincher had, right? I'm kind mm. of a sucker for that shit, so. Um, and it gave me an appreciation for... It, it was a better movie, I think, certainly. The director's cut was the better. The director's cut. Um, it breathed better. It gave more time and more air time to the... the um, the inmates
0: mm-hmm.
1: um because it's a huge cast right there's something like they say in the movie like 25 um prisoners yeah there's a good there like that and kind of you know andy you've had the point before in movies like this with huge kind of ensembles that there's just too many to care about it's um true. The, i mean i do they... agree
0: with that criticism in this movie but the thing well, is the they... i think there are a few inmates that they emphasize to make you care about like um charles dutton's character you know like he, he is emphasized to make you care about him whereas other characters in the movie are you know kind of meant to be like you know they're expendable <laughs> which is unfortunate yeah. compared to the last one but
1: yeah um, and an I, I don't one. disagree i i so the part the things that i like are that the direct his directorial style you can tell that's why he went on to do more things he's got a very good um eye for the scenes and and the angles he shot I thought were interesting especially you know when we get into the discussion later of some of the scenes like when Clemens dies um
0: especially the scenes where they're trying to chase it through the hallways and shutting
1: doors randomly it's the only way to make that interesting because it doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) we'll talk about that later yeah uh but also um but I think Andy's right also is that it, it kind of gets back to the roots without necessarily repeating it. Um, and also I thought it was certainly um, – it, its its portrayal of the kind of evil company dynamic was a lot more subtle and better, better portrayed than I thought even maybe than the first Alien movie, right? Because they really? could
0: dig into it more. I don't know. Uh, I I don't think it was more subtle than the first Alien movie. I don't think so. Actually, actually, if anything, subtlety is not a word I would use to describe this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
1: I think in terms of subtlety, Aliens is the least subtle, Um, and this movie is probably between that than I guess and the first one. We'll put it that way. Um, And the director's cut actually has more on that, which I thought was it was better. It was better handled than the director's cut, also. but yeah, so I I thought it was it was uh, visually pretty, except for the CG, it was pretty great The CG to watch. was bad. The CG was bad. I saw the CG alien and I was CG. like, dude,
0: what'd you do? What'd you do? No. That's a big problem that I have with this movie is that they show well, the they, alien way too much. They had this, this idea mo- of like, it's the dog alien. But then they're like, oh, it's a new alien. We got to show it. And I'm like, no, you don't. Please. Ugh. <laughs> But you could uh, not though well i mean <laughs> let's not and say we did you but... you can show it if you can do it well but they didn't do it well <laughs> instead yeah. they made it like this a is, glitchy this is a, like wobbly this is like, we're still dumb. on quite a jurassic park level here <laughs> this you know? movie yeah.
1: came out a year before jurassic park so it probably the the vfx for this were probably being done in the in like 89 or 90 um, yeah, it, it was. The they, is, like, they clearly were not using cutting edge technology at I, that point.
0: I will say though, the thing about it is like it's so close. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, you, you can tell they're like they're getting close to it, but they're what? still not quite there because it oh. looks like it's claymation. Yeah, <laughs> but, I don't know. Well, actually, it's... claymation probably would have looked better. It would have looked yeah, better.
1: It would have looked so. Again, better. this goes back to um, like the first two movies: less can be more. Yeah. Um, but put a pin in that for Alien Resurrection. Oh my God. Oh no. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We are more. No, I I swear to God, you will never, all right, we'll leave it at that. Um, (laughs) So, let's kind of walk through it a little bit. I mean, uh, you know, we kind of gave our opinions of it overall, but, but, so going kind of through the first part of it and the build up to it where she crash lands and all that, uh, the the notes I kind of have on this is, is that it's kind of clear, like right away, you know, Obviously, they're the focal characters, but the class of the cast is, is – uh, are Charles Dance and Charles Dutton.
0: Yeah. Right? Um, well, and Sigourney Weaver still. Like, the even, own... with, even with the – like what she's given, I think she's doing really well in this movie. Well, actually. no,
1: wait. So I, I guess that's kind of the – I can't believe I didn't write this down. She is, again – you know, head and shoulders above everybody yeah, in this movie. Literally right? the only good part about this movie. Her performance, might. again, is... And actually, I forgot to mention this, mention this in the last episode, but she was actually nominated for an Academy Award for Aliens. And I thought her performance in this one was maybe even a little
0: better. Oh, dude, I think her performance in the first Alien was better than an Alien,
1: TBH. Uh, yeah, but in the late 70s, nobody got Academy Awards for acting in science fiction movies. That's, that's, just, how, that's, that's just how it was. Uh, the yeah. fact that she got nominated
0: for an I mean, action that's sci-fi movie that still doesn't movie. happen now, really. So <laughs> you, I think
1: the only person who won an Academy Award for acting in a fantasy movie is uh, Heath Ledger, posthumously. That's yeah,
0: it. Mm. which
1: was well deserved. <laughs> well deserved. Um, uh, the only problem I had with um, uh, Charles with Clemens is just he talks
0: so low; it can be hard to follow. Okay the the weird thing about clemens right so i thought for a while they were building him up to be an android right because i she had sex with him <laughs> well i don't know i just assumed he was like a even then i assumed he was like a more advanced like model or something right so he was able to do that right right because there's this whole thing and and it's actually in that scene where so The whole time, she's asking him, like, oh, what happened before you came here? And he's, like, dodging the question, right? Because I'm assuming... And what's what's running through my head, and I'm assuming, is, like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Of, like, Ripley's had this arc of, like, she hates androids, right? And then now she worked with one last time, (laughs) and now she's going to bang one this time. It's going to be like, whoa... Like, and, and then she's gonna have to deal with the fact, like, oh wow, I banged I actually, an alien. I'm not, not an alien. From, uh, yeah. That's the, next the, movie. She's, sorry, she's gonna have to oh. confront the fact, like, oh my god, I can't believe I banged an android. Right? Right. And that could have been really interesting. Right. And, and I kept, and there's like this scene where she's like, "You have a barcode on your neck. Why aren't you? What's your deal?" And he's like, and I'm like, oh, he has the barcode on his neck because he's an android, not because he's a prisoner. Right. Right. Yeah. but then it just turns out medical malpractice or something and <laughs> yeah, right. he dies like two seconds later and I was like, what? Right. what that the... was not a good subversion of expectation. I was hoping the... to have something more interesting come out of yeah. that. Yeah, but... that's definitely a good point. And the other thing too that uh, I couldn't stop thinking about Uh, whenever I saw Clemens in this movie, was that he looks exactly like my A-push teacher. Oh my God, is it O'Brien? Yeah. Yeah, he does look like him. Literally the whole time I was like, oh my God, that's just my teacher. Like, how did he get in Alien 3? Like, And so that may have taken away from his performance a little bit. That movie drove him into teaching.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a better way to make a living.
0: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I... Would agree with what you said, Andy. I think they could have done a lot more with him. And then, right after they like reveal his anti-climactic like reasoning, he just immediately dies. Like, oh, yeah. I, I like, guess you, you still can... trust, okay. trust me with a needle, well, and then I, they just kill him.
1: Let's let's put a pit in that one. For I a just
0: wish I had better defenses of this movie, other than like, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. You know, no, like, honestly, now I... I know what it's like to be you, Dad. Like, oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me here, like why I... do you why do you say that like it's bad? <laughs> I'm just like I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, everything you say is correct, but like but I still, I still, like still it. didn't <laughs> hate it, you know <laughs> you know what I mean,
1: well, because I feel like visually and tonally it's 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 not bad, is it like <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's hold on. Hold okay. On, hold on, hold on. Let's a little fight all right, more. All way. right. All right. All right. It's I totally to consistent. About, I think I wanted to talk about the disturbing um scene. That's the tuple of the autopsy of Newt and the funeral and the birth of the alien. Because oh yeah, that's grody. The yeah. Autopsy, autopsy of Dude. Newt was heartbreaking. Oh yeah. It was really heartbreaking. Was and sad. can I just say that? I feel like, so in the opening one, actually, we kind of skipped over this now that I think about it, but uh, in the opening where they just established that everybody else but her is dead from the from the last movie, mm-hmm. it kind of cheapens the last movie for me a little bit. It was just like, all right, fuck that, it's done.
0: You know? And yeah, it's like, and, oh, we saved them. And then they're like, now they died right well, that's, away. That's, that's what I mean gone. as in like, that's what I mean by like they're already running out of ways to make people not believe Ripley. Right. Cause if she comes to oh, the colony with right. people to corroborate her story, then right. what's she, you know, how is she going to, how is she going to, how are we going to create the tension?
1: Yeah. And I thought it was a little weird in the opening too, with all the smash cuts, you know, in the beginning where they show a kind of, um, that as I mentioned in my terrible summary, that the, um, the face hugger was loose on the ship and Andy's, blinking eyes is giving me like a strobe effect that i'm gonna have a seizure
0: i was doing the blinking uh, like it was uh like it was oh, clashing frames of the uh of the of the of, oh, the, of right, the opening. Right. The,
1: the, the smash cuts yeah, yeah.
0: I, and so i was anyway, confused like, the by whole, that that's a, it was that's very confused
1: and yeah. well i think part of it's intentionally confusing so you you know somebody's it's got so you don't know under. that ripley
0: has the alien in her i think right I think the idea is that you're supposed to know there's a alien that's going to be about but not that there was one that got in ripley yeah. Right,
1: right, and so um, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of, you know, I remember when I watched this the first time and that with the opening, I'm like, Jesus Christ! I'm mean, like, what the fuck? I'm already kind of checking out because you know, like the whole last movie's just like a, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like who gives a shit, you know? But uh, but anyway, the the when they do the autopsy, so for people who may not have seen this, the you know they. She has Clemens, the doctor, do an autopsy of Newt because she's concerned that there was um, an alien on board and that, may have, that uh, Newt may have been impregnated with it. And she mm-hmm. wanted them to open her up and find out. And mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking both for the character Ripley and and it's gross and heartbreaking for it you as rude. the viewer. Uh, and the one scene because they keep they don't show a lot, but they when they show like kind of Newt's dead eyes, it's just really yeah, it's gross, haunting. Um, and, uh, the, so they have a funeral for Hicks. She convinces them to burn the bodies and the funeral scene where kind of the station commander gives a kind of more mundane eulogy, but then Charles Dutton's character, Dylan jumps in and gives this really moving eulogy. And then you have the juxtaposition of, of the funeral and his, his eulogy about, you know, with each death, there is new life and a new beginning yeah, being are like, with oh, the God. alien. Right. The alien that had impregnated the dog mm-hmm. um, is bursting out at the same time during this scene. And so it's not subtle for sure, but it, it's really well done, I felt. And as it really juxtaposed well, as and it's emotional. I felt. Dust to dust. Why? Why are the innocent punished? Why the sacrifice? Why the pain? There aren't any promises. Nothing certain. Only that some get called, some get saved. She won't ever know the hardship and grief for those of us left behind. We commit these bodies to the void With a glad heart For within each seed There is a promise of a flower And within each death, no matter how small There's always a new life, a new beginning. I mean, the Charles Dutton delivery on that his his delivery on that eulogy was fantastic.
0: He really does feel like a like a priest. You know what I mean? He does, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, that is supposed to be kind of his character. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's a good it's a good performance. Like his delivery was really good.
1: No, it's perfect. It's spot on and totally uh, uh, and perfect and well delivered. Yeah, uh, and so we get to the dog alien. I so, like it. I think it's cool. You're your fan? I think fan? Something cool. new? If, new and if they
0: If they had this, the the effects to make it look good, I think it would have been really cool. I don't know. What's that, Adam? Oh, I was just saying, like, I don't know. Because, like, I feel like at least the way that they did it, it wasn't really that different. Because, like, the alien is already, like, pretty, like, quick-moving. And it's, like, good at, like, hiding and things like that. So, like, the dog alien is just that. And then, like, in the beginning, it's a little smaller. But I feel like by the end, it's pretty much the same size as, like, the
1: other ones. It is. Well, I think... I think it's not a bad uh, choice because one thing is the first two movies kind of allude to the fact that the alien adapts to the host and, and uses part of its DNA to adjust to whatever environment it's in. And this, is, this clearly establishes that, right? It's using the DNA of the host. That's why, because I made a note like it's not like a squiggly infant lizard this time. It's actually a fully formed four-legged creature, which is actually how dogs and cows and stuff yeah. are born. And actually, I say cows because in the director's cut, it's an ox. They they don't even show it in the in the theatrical version, but there are there are oxen on on the colony site. And oh, it's not the
0: dog. The it's end? not a
1: dog. It's a it's an ox that that is huh. uh, you know that they think is sick, and they bring it in and you know that's what where where the uh the alien comes from in this one uh and yeah so i kind of got turned around to thinking that it was a pretty interesting take on it um but also in the birth it's it's not so the the practical effects in this movie, the, in that bird scene, it's clear, right? The practical effects are fantastic. Mm. Yeah. They cut to the CG. It's terrible. Yeah. Right. Just it's so jarring, like how bad it is when you cut between those two. Um, but anyway, yeah. All right. Um, I like the scene where she meets the crew in the mess hall. I feel like you know it's a nice kind of introduction between her and the crew and and uh, the kind of tension there. You know, she and. Uh, Dylan slash Charles Dutton, you know, have a nice kind of face off there, which actually is better in the, in the director's cut. So everything in the director's cut is, you know, anything around the, the character interactions and the dialogue is better because it's not chopped up. Did you? It's more yeah, uh, natural. It's natural. It flows better. There's more context. The whole opening is different in the director's cut mainly because of the difference with the ox. Uh, and also it's literally like three times as long because Clemens is actually who finds her washed up on the beach. He walks out of the, out of the, you know, um, the complex sees her on the beach and then he carries her in and revives her. And there's this whole thing. And there's just, there's just more interactions between the inmates. You learn more about them. Everything is more fleshed out, more
0: fleshed out. Right. Um, it's almost like the director somewhat knew what they were doing, and then... <laughs> it's it's
1: kind of like, yeah, if you don't have, you know, the business people coming in and telling him how to direct a movie, that he might come up with something a little better. But Yeah.
0: You know,
1: I, mean, I don't know. Maybe just crazy talk. Uh, yeah, we talked about the the sex part. Like, the sex between her and Clemens is just weird and out of place. Yeah.
0: I wish that didn't happen. Yeah, it just seemed completely
1: unnecessary. I mean, it's great that, you know, she got a moment of joy in between all the terror,
0: but, you know, um, whatevs. Yeah. The other, oh, 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 the other reason why I thought, by the way, that Clemens was an android. So I know that there's a whole thing where, like, they increment alphabetically the names of the androids in the series, right? Because you had... um, Ash. Bishop. Ash, and then Bishop. And then you hear Clemens, and you're like, oh... C name it's going to be an android. Did you look that up right? now cuz I've never thought of that before. No, I I've heard it somewhere else but I know even in like Prometheus and stuff they increment them um they increment them in, uh in in letters. I had no idea. Like the, yeah. Um I forget do you know what Michael Fassbender plays the android and
1: Yeah, I Prometheus, I have right? no idea what his name is. I don't know yeah. what his
0: character's name
1: is. Um uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the first death in the mine shaft. I know that was weird. I didn't care. Yeah, it seemed dumb. Oh,
0: I mean, they just got killed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, guy
1: got killed by the alien. Who cares? Guy got, got killed, killed by the alien.
0: alien. Uh, fleeing
1: air shaft. I also didn't care about the three victims in the tunnels. Um, nope. at all. Yeah. I mean, it's just like,
0: I mean, I can't refute <laughs> <dispute> it. <laughs> I You're can't struggling to it. fight it
1: to to, to to come up with it,
0: right? I'm sorry. I just don't. I kind of just enjoy this movie on an irrational level. Yeah, you know, well, like sometimes it has. I'll tell you something. I'm capable of feeling too. I'll talk
1: about it more <laughs> later. But it in the director's cut, it's it's much more impactful uh, around the guy who survives that initial attack, right? Mm. Because he has a much bigger role to play in the director's cut um like throughout the rest of the story um he has a critical part to play in it and we'll talk about that that's a bit the
0: later. guy who like goes crazy
1: or that's anything. that's the crazy guy right yeah so yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The, i know I, mean, I know the, the guy about. actual movie he just gets blown up so well well we'll talk about that in a minute because like there's there's some people who just are prominent and then just disappear and he's yeah. one of them right they, they never talk about him again uh But in the director's cut, you know, in the in the cafeteria scene before Ripley comes in, uh, Dylan, uh, Charles Dutton's character and some of the other inmates, especially the three who go into the tunnel in that scene, are all talking about how they think that guy's crazy and they don't want to they don't want to be with him and they don't want him, you know, they don't want him going with them on their whatever their work task is down in the tunnels.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So there's more context to that. But then, you know. So now we get to that scene where where Clemens buys it. So um, it's again, it's better in the director's cut. Um, there's more context to it,
0: and so what you're saying is we should have just watched the cut.
1: No, because everybody, not everybody, is is as fucking nerdy as we are. And anybody who's going to watch this is probably going to watch the theatrical version. Uh, is the director's cut like three hours long? It's like two forty. It's like yeah, an extra is, half it's hour. It's like an extra half hour.
0: See, that's the other th- the other thing though about this movie that I kind of liked is like it's an hour and a half. <laughs> it's yeah. done. Uh, is it really that short? It's pretty short yeah. compared to the others. It's very yeah. short. Um, it was bad. I don't but know At least exactly they didn't waste as or much or of your time.
1: Well, if it's if it's longer, but <laughs> well, if it's a good movie, yeah, it's not a waste right. Of time. Then you won't you won't dislike it as much, or you might like it. Um, yeah. But in that death scene, though. With Clemens, it is genuinely scary, and especially when... That was actually in the trailer before the movie came out, where the alien gets up close
0: to her face. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, And, yeah. you know, you're watching... Why? Okay, why didn't it see her? Then? Oh, is it because she, she has, has the, the alien that, in her? That's, that's the, the whole point, yep. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. It can sense it sense it uh, within her. Um, and then that leads directly to... You know they don't waste time at this point, right? The next scene is the.
0: By the way, I, I'm crazy. It was two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, uh, So the other one was like an extra half hour long. So I
0: don't know. Maybe so it was, it was like three. three
1: hours. Yeah. But you had so much fun with it, Andy. It seemed like an hour and a half.
0: Also, in my in my looking up uh, what the time the time frame was, I found out why they stylized it Alien Cubed, and I really hate it. Why? So there's a poster that says alien cubed three times the suspense three times the danger three times the terror i hate it that's terrible <laughs> and then they stylize it alien cubed yeah, because of that because it's not just yeah <laughs> right oh yeah yeah that's Kill really me. bad why do you it okay, should have been, all right. like now 90, i have got That's super 90s. I, I'm derailing it, but why do people, why do movie studios think shit like that is? But quick? honestly, not why? only that, like, but it's
1: just bad math. Because everybody knows that, that Alien Cubed means that it's it's a factor of three, not a multiplier.
0: Well, no, there's three, yeah, there's three things threes. that are getting multiplied yeah. by three. Oh, that's so the idea. Okay. Cubed.
1: All right, all right, then I, I'll give it to him.
0: If anything, they should have done Alien 3 Cubed. So really, it's no, Alien 9. No, that'd be even that'd worse. Be worse. <laughs> yeah. No, Well, Alien
1: 3. 3- <laughs> you, you have so many people walking to the theater just cube- scratching their heads, you know, like,
0: what the <laughs> fuck is this? Alien 33? Three cubed is not 9. It's 27. Three sorry, squared sorry, is 9. Sorry, 27. Oh they just God. call it I Alien. I thought you are supposed to be the one and this is, this is is Andy, one. I've been out of math for, like, a whole, like, three or four days, okay? I, right. I'm it's gone. gone. It's <laughs> gone
1: already.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh,
1: yeah, so so Andrew is the the uh, commander of the site gets murdered in the next one when she runs to the cafeteria to tell them he's in the middle of his speech about you know he likes to call it rumor control about how everything's under control and then the alien yeah. reaches through the ceiling and grabs him and and I just love the reaction of that one inmate who's like fuck <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. like and it just grabs him and eats him and like disappears. Uh, uh, but then we get to the first plan to kind of to the the trap plan I call it where they're gonna the whole idea is like they want to you know Ripley again everybody's trying to figure out who to who's they're gonna get to run the show and call the shots and everybody looks to her so they come up with this plan to use to what line all the tunnel so again the, the yeah. plans in this movie are hard to follow they don't make sense and you end up not caring because it just yeah. advances the plot am I right
0: yeah and usually mm-hmm. like like this one fails horribly so like even though they're setting up this whole complicated plan and you're like i'm not really sure what's happening and then it just fails and everything blows up and it's like well right but there's but
1: there's there's a there's a couple points that one is like so it's it's kind of to me supposed to be like the scene in aliens
0: i think andy's reading imdb right now or something yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm just i'm getting absorbed into post uh, into mid-production research right all right now, got so. it <laughs> but, so um,
1: so adam uh
0: yes. no i'm just kidding
1: so so it's supposed to be like the scene in aliens the ambush scene and the tunnels underneath the heat exchanger right where yeah. chaos breaks loose and a bunch of, it's a great way to weed out about 15 of the guys you're never gonna meet and get it down to a handful. Exactly. Uh, and But Boom. you don't care about any of them. It's like, who gives a fuck? It's like a bunch of nameless, faceless guys that you just
0: don't give a well, shit. Well, I didn't care that much about the Marines and Alien, aliens. Yeah, either. that's a yeah, criticism. Like, all an... the no name Marines, like a lot of them well, died. But some like, of them care. you cared
1: about. Like Frost. Some Frost of them, was good. But not most Frost of them. Frost was good. I like that guy. A few of them. But, but that's true. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, so it's just I don't know I just found that whole sequence to be a little bit just not really well thought out but it turns out fun fact again director's cut was better the plan actually works in the director's cut yeah. now, what happens in the director's cut is it's the same kind of thing ship blows up it's chaos but they end up with a with most of them on one side of a hallway between them and the container they're trying to trap it in and the aliens... They're trying to trap it in, like, the radioactive waste uh, thing. Yeah. Right. And there's a bunch of them on one side, the alien in the middle, and and uh, one of them between the alien and the container. And that guy basically says, fuck it, I'm going to die. And he lures it into the container, and they close it. And it's trapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where the crazy guy from the first encounter is important, because later on he's nuts and so he basically after they kind of let him free he decides he needs to talk to the alien and he
0: goes and opens the door and lets it out so Uh, um, and that's when they do the plan to like melt it with the with uh, the the lead right so yeah the one issue i do have with the like that first plan too is like even if they trap it in there like I think the idea was to lock it in until they could get rescued from the facility. Yeah, but like, it's blood is literally like molecular acid, so like, it could probably just get out anyways, like if it really wanted to. Um, So I don't know. Maybe. I just feel like it wasn't. They could it it out better. That's the thing. I mean, it's smart enough (laughs) to be like hunting them down and like methodically picking them off, but. Yeah, but you don't have to have like massive levels of problem that's solving fair. skills to like hunt prey that's fair i mean you have to have some but like a lot of that's instinctual you know what yeah I mean? you're not always going to know like a dog if, if you lock a dog in a room it's not going to be like oh i'm going to open this door with my paws because and like jump up and twist it you know like that kind of thing yeah i mean sometimes we'll do it by accident but not like on purpose how do you I know andy how do you know maybe the I'm dogs just, don't uh, do it on maybe purpose? Maybe I'm just defending this this movie overzealously because <laughs> but I'm a weirdo. Whatever. That's um. Well, I
1: don't know. I think that it's as good a plan as anybody could have when you don't have any weapons and it's a yeah. wide open thing. I just yeah. feel like you know it. It's probably the the best of a bad bunch of plans. I guess I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. It's like they hey, the molten lead thing eventually
0: works, right? So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Anyway, that—that's
1: kind of weird. But um, I also did like in this whole thing, you you find out they keep why they keep calling calling uh the second in command eighty five. Yeah, that was that's pretty, his IQ. That, was, that was like the one funny yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Um, and yada yada yada. So they find out a uh, Ripley finds out she's got the queen in her. And I remember when I watched this, um. In the theater, it was kind of like, "Oh, how's she, she going to get out of this one?" I <laughs> just assumed she was going to get out of it. Um, but then she's like, "Nope,
0: nope, by dying." Um, and I mean, they do supposedly offer her the opportunity to get out. They of it, do. Yeah. So
1: I guess we can just kind of combine. that. I
0: don't know if I believe that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't believe them. But these
1: last three sections, we can just talk about all at once because it's basically, you know, she finds out she's got the queen. They got to come up with a plan to try to. Get rid of this thing and kill her. She wants, you know, um to be killed, so she can't be the host for this thing. And you also have it is that part is pretty good. So you
0: have them See, like, this is part of what I think is cool about right. this movie. It's like, oh, we have Ripley's literal worst nightmare happening in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, it is the worst possible well, thing that could ever happen. To you've her. got Triple Jeopardy, am I right, folks? Alien Cubed. You've got
1: uh, really. <laughs> you've got the the queen inside Ripley. You've got the alien that they're trying to get rid of, and you also have the company coming, and yeah. that's actually uh, you're not sure which is scarier at this point. So, um, so that part of the narrative, I think, is pretty good. Like you've got
0: you've got three points of of tension there, um, and I will say, I was like. Uh, maybe this is just down to the fact that, like, oh, maybe the queen takes longer to germinate inside <laughs> the person, but I was what you say. Man, it seems like Ripley should have died by <laughs> now. <you know>? <laughs> never, like... say that, actually, Because literally, like, in the first movie, it's, like, not even a whole day like, before, like, yeah, the guy Yeah, it's like five hours dies, after the and guy And then, like, gets, right. in this one, the facehugger has already fallen off, obviously. It's kind of it's like an the honor. And it's... then it's been, like, days before she like actually
1: it's it's kind of like in the walking dead where I'm gonna
0: put it down to the fact that it's the queen It's kind
1: of like yeah, it's kind of like in The Walking Dead where, you know, how long it takes to turn into a zombie is dependent upon the narrative needs.
0: Yeah. So yeah. But the other thing the issue I had with the whole like oh, like there's a queen inside her, like uh whole like plot line was that Well if you ask me, there's a queen inside everyone. (laughs) She found the queen within her. <laughs> and, but what I was going to say is. I think that's our sting for the opening. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the real tagline. That
1: me. should have been. The, there's, there's a, a queen, queen inside all of, us. Of, <laughs> all of us. Alien 3 in theaters
0: now. <laughs>
1: Continue what we yeah. were saying,
0: Adam. <laughs> what, what I was saying was, I feel like the fact that, like, you know, she's going to die as, like, I feel like that makes me care even less about the movie because the only character that I like and care about is like doomed. And it's like, yeah, she's going to die. And it's like, oh, well that's sad. But now I don't really care about anyone else in this universe. So like it's, well it, uh, whatever. Like,
1: well, I was watching it the first time I saw it in the theaters. I was thinking like, okay, the company's gonna... I love the nothing to
0: lose narrative though. That's the thing. Right yeah right. she's like well if I die I die yeah. if I die good um, because that's what um, I'm I've been trying to do yeah. yeah
1: and um yeah no I, I thought that that I'm sorry I'm still recovering from uh, everyone has a queen inside them <laughs> moment which I, while Adam was talking Andy could see me kind of covering my face and trying yeah, to laugh yeah I started laughing too. just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway. anyway, yeah. So it definitely, you know, when, when you were watching it in the theater, you thought like, okay, they're gonna come and cut it out, and that's Alien Four or whatever. I mean, I, I just, I did not think they were gonna kill her off. I mean, even to the oh, end. Oh, they do a lot
0: more than Alien, uh, than than cut it out of her. Oh, uh, we're we're gonna find
1: out, folks. Oh no.
0: Oh, um, I'm so excited. I hope, actually, I I after all, all this it, build like, up for like two months, I hope it's not anticlimactic, and it's I, like you know. <laughs> I love watching, like, really bad, like, comedically bad movies, and you've built this movie up my entire life, so, like, it better be funny. Bad. Yeah, I like, hope so. Now, now I feel annoyed. like it's going to be,
1: yeah, it'll be, uh, next episode, Andy, like, cuts me off and kills the show because I I oversold the movie. Um, yeah. Maybe but... it'll be
0: one of my, one, maybe it'll be my least favorite movie of all time if that happens. Right. Maybe. We'll yeah. Um, but Andy, can it John really... has told me he thinks Alien Resurrection is one of the worst movies he's ever. Oh, he has seen Andy, so, it. Again, yeah. Can it really yeah, 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 beat yeah, out uh, what is it called? Battlefield Earth. What? Oh no! God no! There's no way. <laughs> you know what? I, I. All right, we'll save it for next time. I yeah. have, I have. There's no but... way it's as bad as Battlefield Earth, Dead. You don't know what you're talking about. Like,
1: no, no, I haven't seen that movie. I'm just saying that that I haven't endless seen. Options for
0: renewal. <laughs> <laughs> The, the... Do you want lunch? <laughs> I've never seen the movie, but, but that, that makes like, me want to see it now. It's No, you don't. Uh, That's John Travolta, by the way, who says that line.
1: All I know really? is, is I actually will say Scientology. The, the, the word that comes to mind with Alien 4 is whiplash, and I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah. Whiplash, right. tonal whiplash, tonal whiplash.
1: <laughs> quality whiplash, it, tonal whiplash, all of it. It really set
0: in for me how bad this next movie is going to be. When I, like, at the end of the movie after Ripley dies, I was like, wow, I really, like, after that, I'm wondering, like, what they can even do with the series. And Dad just goes, it's called Resurrection for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah. Fall,
1: falling into lava, folks, or whatever, is not is, or not, whatever. is not uh, is not not the end. It turns out
0: so. <laughs> it's called resurrection <laughs> for a reason. Oh no! Yeah. Oh my god! It's gonna be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Can we,
1: we? We need to finish this one first.
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm all, just like all I want to
1: say. Right? I want to pull us back you got some sort of plan? This is a lead works, isn't it? All we gotta do is lure the fucking beast into the mold. Drown it in hot lead.
0: All right.
1: So how do we do that? Yeah. What are we gonna use for bait? The only question is when. This is as good a place as any. To take your first steps to heaven. The only question is how you check out. Do you want it on your feet? Or on your fucking knees? Begging. I ain't much for begging. Nobody ever gave me nothing. So I say, fuck that thing. Like, uh, you, you know the final confrontation when adam and i were watching this when they're they're going in out of the tunnels like, oh i had no idea what this fucking plan was it made no sense to me i couldn't follow it and i didn't
0: care and like the fact that you can't there's no way for you to tell like where in the tunnels they are so they're just constantly running around these tunnels and like shutting doors and it's like this door won't shut but i'm like i don't know what that means if it like is that a vital door that needs to be shut like it's like and also the whole thing where like it just makes it so much worse that like the whole time they're randomly cutting to scenes like to views of them looking back and it's just the horrible CG alien going
1: Whoa. oh that is that is bump, so bump, that is the mm, yeah. that is
0: a CG at its worst. <laughs> that is right. was- yeah, I, I think. Look, the CG is never very good. Yeah, this movie. Andy, that's, I uh, said that's very like, to Dad. Like while we were watching this, but the CG of like the alien in the like hallways during that scene looks like food fight level CG. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't like, know if I'd go that far. I don't know, Andy. There's it's like, definitely not good. There, it, it's very, very bad. Like,
1: <laughs> so, so. What I feel works pretty well in that whole sequence is where they just show the alien view through the camera.
0: Yes. I think if they had done... Just do that. That, that like just that, it would have been a lot better. But, well, I, I think Fox was very proud of this, uh, of the, of their CG alien because yeah. they show it a lot in this movie. Um, yeah. And that was where I, I kept thinking every time I saw it, like, man, you know you don't have to keep showing it, <laughs> i'm like i saw it already well you could have put all your cg budget into like two or three times seeing it and made it a lot less bad looking. especially
1: like when you look at just how good the practical effects were in, in aliens the and second even movie
0: in this movie there are yeah. parts where they the first have one like one an actual
1: like like suit they have or a like they, they have a guy in a suit yeah like the
0: close-up yeah. with ripley like that alien looks like actually good
1: oh in the tunnels when she goes down to find it well that and the part where like it's like, the, getting in the up in her face in the medical yeah, facility yeah, yeah. like
0: a close-up yeah, yeah. like yeah. that looks good but then later you just see like this horrible cg monstrosity
1: well actually even within that the scene. even within so. that scene in the infirmary right they have you have the cg first where it moves up to her and then they have the practical puppet and
0: it's like why do you just do that? Don't show just me the, pick, shit. One. the good pick, one. pick one,
1: pick the good one,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. And, um, like you already proved you could do it last time, you don't need to make a yeah. CG, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's the pitfall with everything now. It's yeah. like CG's cheaper, let's just do CG, like,
1: yeah, uh, it, it is. And, and you know, sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not. So, this is not, yeah. um, and this is this also CG. it's crazy to me that this movie and jurassic park are around developed around a year around the
0: same time right like it's just yeah and that's the is. real like reason i have such an issue with that is because like they could have had much better cg like there's no excuse there's no reason that they had to have that be. well there. again like i think that it just shows that at that point
1: Some companies' CG was further along than others. Yeah, that's fair. uh, I think that now everybody would fucking, you know, like, uh, Andy, we're up here, buddy.
0: I'm I'm sorry. So my brain, we started thinking about, we started thinking, so we started talking about Jurassic Park, right? And I wanted to see how the velociraptors looked in Jurassic Park comparatively to the alien here just to refresh my memory and like, yeah, they look a lot better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just it's... go after we're done recording, just go online and look at, look at, uh, side by side. Look at. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm getting into mid, I'm getting into mid production. What you're saying research, is, so. is
1: our, our episodes are way too fucking long. Cause you have time to like wander and go off and look at other <laughs> things. i like, no, no, it's a, yeah. it's mid production. It makes, it, it makes no. Worry, uh, that's right. I'm just kidding. Uh, Mom will tell me that later. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. So that whole, you know, thing in the tunnels, it's just, you know, whatever. It's all to get us to the point where she and Charles Dutton are having their last scene together in the the the, the lead pit. Mm. And they get the alien in there. And again, it's a great death scene by Charles Dutton, right? Like, he sacrificed himself. He's like, I love that. I, you know, it's cheesy, but I fucking love that line. It's like, you know, come on, you motherfucker. And just taunts it yeah. into attacking him. I like that. Yeah, scene. it's great. And he's great. And, uh, you know, they're great together. And,
0: and there's like that scene where they're running and he's like, it dies first. Yeah. yeah like, and yeah, yeah, she's yeah. talking about, like, just let me kill myself. And he's like, no.
1: Well, because he's great. Because in that scene, you're talking about uh, where she asked him to kill her? And he doesn't yeah, do it yeah, yeah. because he tells her, "Is like, I'm protecting my guys. And if you and the fact that it won't kill you can somehow help us kill it, then you stay alive until it dies. It dies, then you die. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, he honestly, he's phenomenal. Um, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But uh, how did you um, uh, like? So so the company shows up. And you've got Lance Henriksen who... That's how they bring Bishop. But he's not Bishop. He's real. He's
0: a human. No, I know, I know. He's the guy who Bishop is based on, basically.
1: And I thought that scene was pretty well done all the way up to... So he tries to convince her that they're just going to kill it and remove it and kill it. It's all about, you know, saving Earth. And then she doesn't believe him, closes the fence, and Morse, the last inmate alive, uh, you know... Um, at this point, it's Morris, her, and eighty five. Eighty five is with the company people, and mm-hmm. Morris and her. She closes the fence, and he moves her back out over the uh, over the uh, smelting pit, and um, you know, at that point, um, she's visibly starting to be show like 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 the alien's going to probably come any second. And then he yeah. tries to talk her out of it, and she does her reverse swan dive into the, into the molten pit. And as she's falling, uh, the alien queen bursts out of her chest, and she hugs it tight in an Oscar pose, and she <sighs> falls into the pit. Which I thought that line when I saw this the first time in the theaters, I thought, oh, there's her Oscar pose. <laughs> Give me the award, <laughs> Academy. I'm ready, you know. Yeah, uh, I humbly accept. I humbly accept on behalf of this puppet and myself.
0: Uh, which also, fun fact, there was no. I don't know if anyone's winning Oscars for this movie. Yeah. no, <laughs>
1: there was no chest burst scene when she goes in in the director's cut. She yeah. just swan dives in the end, much better. I think. Yeah, I think so too.
0: Wait a minute. Okay, wait. Did I? Did I watch the director's cut? I feel like I didn't, but I don't remember the alien popping out of her chest in the version. Do you remember it popping out of a dog? I do. Okay, I I do remember it popping out of a dog. So so. why don't I remember it popping out of her chest? Maybe that's That's why he liked this movie. He forgot all the bad parts. (laughs) Maybe I just like like Mandela out (laughs) of my head. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I just erased my own memory. That's weird. I do not remember the alien popping out of her. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... It was overly dramatic, yes, it was overly dramatic, but you know what, I felt like it was a fitting end for Ripley's character. Uh,
1: it felt like a fitting end for somebody who was tired of the franchise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, Ellen Ripley's tired of the franchise at this point, you know, because yeah. she's like... Why me? <laughs> I'm doing this for three three movies now, right. every time I try, I think I'm out, I'm back in, right. like... And guess what? For her, it's just been back to Guess that. what? Like, She's not out yet. Not done yet. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's called Resurrection for a reason. It's called Resurrection
1: <laughs> for a reason, folks. Uh, oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, so, I don't know, I had a separate separate, separate section on, so that's the end of the movie, and then, and I had a separate thing about the production, but we kind of talked about it already. I won't, just mainly, all right, so a little bit. We already hashed out how fucking awful the CG is. Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I already kind of talked us through a lot of the differences between the theatrical and director's cuts, and I do think the director's cut is probably a better watch, even though it's longer. Um, the sets are great. I do like the sets. I think the sets,
0: yeah, the sets create the
1: desired kind of haunted house, uh, creepy basement thing. And even her line of, where she's talking to 85 and says... I have a pretty good idea where it is just down there in the basement. And he's like, we don't have a basement. <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah. And she just laughs and goes, it was a metaphor. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and I thought, you know, the style and of directing and the, and the cinematography was great. So, Um, the production quality from that perspective and the puppets were great. All of that were good. That's why I probably fall in the middle between you two. I think Andy, you just kind of fell a little bit more towards the, Hey, I appreciate the effort a for effort, maybe, or maybe B minus B plus for the effort.
0: More like C for effort.
1: Adam was a solid Let's
0: talk C for effort, not a for effort. I'm (laughs) I'm kind
1: of more like, all right, you know, like uh, C minus, you know, Um, I did not, want the time of my life back we'll leave it at that
0: so yeah i felt like i did not feel the way i felt after uh god what was it there was some movie we watched where i really wanted my life back suicide squad was that it yeah suicide squad made me feel that way
1: yeah by the way great tagline for uh for a movie is like you won't want the time of your life back (laughs) (laughs) time well spent time (laughs) well spent uh (laughs) actually the only thing that makes ringing indoors yeah the only thing that makes suicide squad worth uh The time was the fact that we got to talk about it and have a nice fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And performances. Uh, Again, you know, we already talked about.
0: Kind of covered Yeah, yeah. that.
1: Um, I will say the guy who played Morris, the last guy left standing who makes it out. uh, He was the only other inmate I thought that was compelling. Uh, Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, he was. All right. Um, All right.
0: And Adam's like, I can't praise anything. <laughs> no, so, that's yeah. not true. I've said other things were good. I just... that's, fair, he was... that's fair.
1: All right, so yeah. final thoughts. Again, uh, it's just okay.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that The story
1: is more... It's not the end of the world. It's a more original story, um, but it seems kind of weak. And it just kind of shows that the way it... The kind of sloppy narrative and stuff and, and the way it just kind of meanders along just kind of shows, uh, is a reflection of apparently whatever the production problems were and all the shit show they're in. Yeah. Um, and it just feels like, I have this line here where I say, like, it just feels like ultimately nobody wanted to continue the series. Everybody wanted yeah, it done. that
0: really feels... It really feels not necessary, if anything. Right.
1: They just, like, you know what? We're tired of making these movies. The actors don't want to make them anymore. Let's just kill it. <laughs> Let's end it. Right. Yeah. They were all, all of them were falling into Bolton, lava or lead at the end, you know.
0: Now I'm wondering why uh, Sigourney Weaver even signed on for Alien Resurrection. <laughs> Money. Uh. I left one bit of trivia out of
1: this to be able to talk about it next time. Again, more oh, build up. Right, <laughs> hey. Oh
0: God. Oh God.
1: Oh no. No. On a, on a closing note, uh, I just want to say, and this is the same feeling I had 30 years ago, the first time I watched this, which was, it just made me wish they had followed through on the original idea where it makes it to earth and there's higher stakes and maybe you get a better movie out of it. Maybe you get a real franchise. I don't know. Just my feelings. What do you guys think?
0: I mean, I can't really disagree, to be honest. Like, I feel like if the original vision had been executed, it probably would have wound up better. Like, the production hell is more than likely what destroyed this movie. Yeah. So. I would definitely agree. Yeah. But I think, like, yeah, definitely a lot of the production issues are like caused some really major issues for me and yeah i don't know i just think this was very
1: bad i think the main thing was just the story right the story was a mess yeah and yeah and you know i don't know andy have you been involved in productions where you just thought it was a complete mess and you you know you can probably attest to this more than anybody else since you've had you know done some theater productions obviously and
0: been involved in productions that i thought were not enjoyable yeah for sure and, um, and where i was like please just make it end." and how does that affect everybody's um,
1: morale making it bad? right right so and you just want it <laughs> over right yeah and you all want to take that reverse swan dive into molten lead at the end <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so
0: and then come back for this year. and then come back for <laughs> resurrection and on that
1: note i think right. we're done man yeah. good
0: work everybody we're logged out for this we morning. did Solid.
1: Where'd we come in at? Oh, hour forty-six. But we'll see how much I can cut that down. We'll see. All right. All
0: right. All right. All right. All right.
1: right. Good work, everybody. Love you guys. Love you too. Love all you right. Ready. We out. Bye.